and I'm not even paying attention and right? I'm doing whatever I'm doing, typing, make, doing a memo or something, doing like you know, staff work. And uh, he goes, Hey, what does this Sharpie smell like to you? He hands me a Sharpie. And I'm like, I'm not thinking anything about it. So he hands me this Sharpie and I'm like, it smells like a Sharpie. It's like a Sharpie. He goes, I can't smell that. Oh no. And I was like, I threw the Sharpie at him. I'm like, what the dick? hell, man? <laughs> Welcome to Episode 492. It's a podcast, not an escaped flamingo. I'm Mike. And I'm James. Welcome back, James. It's good to be back. Did you catch that reference there? I did. Was that the last time you were on here? We talked about Pink Floyd, a.k.a. Flamingo number 492. What are the odds? We didn't even, we didn't do this. This this just happened organically. I sent out, uh, I sent out the scheduling and James picked a random weekend and here we are, 492. Well, of course, I thought 1492 was the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, you know, of course, you know, you think immediately of uh, Christopher Columbus you know, a great Italian American, the first Italian American. Actually, well, no, I guess Amerigo Vespucci was the first Italian American, right? I don't know. How oh, at this? It's one of those guys. But I was thinking more in terms of the Reconquista, which is not Christopher Columbus, but it's the year the the uh, the Spanish kicked the the Muslims out of uh, out of Spain. Oh, you know they. they that same year um, where they made a huge epic mistake and they kicked all the non-Christians out, including the Jews and the Muslims. And uh, they were the ones that knew how to like build ships and understood <laughs> money and could read, read, you know, they could do math. They're like, That's... So they, so like, they, wow, they left, were... left themselves with all the dummies. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it was. Right. Like, I mean, I could see that you were like, Oh yeah, we reconquered, you know, we, we reconquered, you know, the Iberian Peninsula for, you know, Christianity. It's like, and let's get rid of all these people. And it's like, um, can anyone here do math? <laughs> well, well, uh, no. Oh, well, you guys are dumb because they're all going to go to the, you know, they're all going to go to the Turks and, and who are like, yeah, come be with us. And, you know, we'll, we'll be smart and build awesome ships. And you guys are going to, you know, I mean, ultimately, I guess it all turned out good because they, they were building some pretty decent ships. But I think, I think a lot of them were built by people who were smart and that weren't Christian. <laughs> and uh, so there was a little bit of a, there was a mistake there. But anyway, when you said 492, I thought of 1492. Mm. So, and not flamingos, but it is interesting that it, it was the uh, Pink Floyd yeah. episode. Yeah. How about that? No, no update on Pink Floyd other than he was, he was spotted there off the coast of Texas back in March. Well, maybe he flew to Mexico or something, you know? Maybe working his way to venezuela or somewhere else more tropical i bet there's a, there's got to be a flock of flamingos somewhere you know that he could hook up with so some some land of invasive species why should why should all the invasive species go to florida actually he could go to florida i think there's a ton of flamingos like just living in florida it's like florida is like the invasive species 
place. But right? The, with all the uh, pythons. Yeah. And, alligators. Uh, in the, in the... Iguana. Well, the alligators are indigenous. Are they? Uh, or is it crocodiles? Dude. Dude. I always get the two confused. So alligators are are native to Florida, this this southern United States. Okay. Croc- crocodiles, there is a species of American saltwater crocodile that's indigenous to South Florida. So the but just America the one. has the American salt saltwater crocodile. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a that's a that's a and it's it's an endangered species. It's not like the alligator. The alligator came back like there are alligators everywhere in Florida. Like there's right. When I was a little kid, it was like, oh, this is an, it's becoming an endangered species, you know, whatever, whatever. Now it's like, they're just, you can't, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a freaking alligator. <laughs> I think like an 88 year old woman just got uh, killed by an alligator in Florida or South Carolina or something just recently. Was that like uh, on the grounds of the uh, old folks home? Uh I don't come here, Oki. I just saw the headline. Come here, Oki. Go inside. I don't want to hear you bark during the podcast. <laughs> Bye, Oki. There's there's a raccoon, uh, a family of raccoons in the tree in my backyard. <clears throat> you know, at any any moment, the two dogs during this podcast. You know, if one of those raccoons decided to to just exist out in the open, like in the crook of the tree, the dogs would lose their minds. And it's like that. That raccoon is like fifty feet up in the air, and the dogs will be like, like you're, <laughs> "What are you? What are you just saying? Like, if if you came down here, I'd eat you." But you know, like, try coming down here. You know, like I don't know what. Yeah. You, you know, you would think the dogs would be like, "You're up there, we're down here," and that's how it always is. And uh, yeah, we're, no, we're, they never get bored with barking at squirrels or barking at the raccoons. <laughs> you think they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm never going to catch that raccoon." And also the way one of my dogs is, you know, if the raccoon even went <clears throat> like flexed on him, you know, the dog would be like, yeah, there'd be no, you know what I mean? Which one is that? Well, Oki, Oki will bark her head off at anything. And if any critter just even, even flexed, like even like, you know, did the whole, like uh-huh. just lurched a little bit. Oki would be like, Oh my God. And run away. Now the Irish setter that Ann got, um, is he's he's the kind of dog that doesn't even growl. He doesn't growl. Is this he doesn't warn you? Is this like extremely elderly Irish setter number four or five or six? Which which number are we on? He's it's number three, oh, but it's and three. he's not ex- okay. he he's not extremely elderly. But, but this isn't even the one uh, I met when I was there a few years ago. That one's gone already. This is the replacement yeah, Pierre, for that one. Pierre. <laughs> that was Pierre is gone. Pierre the Pierre, Irish setter. The Irish uh-huh. setter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is Brody. Brody, that's right. And, yes, and Brody doesn't growl, doesn't give any warning. Yeah, he will bite the shit out of you. <laughs> like great. Yeah. So the well, neighborhood kids aren't allowed to come over and pet Brody. Well, if they're <sighs> he he bit the crap out of Oki. He bit the crap out of both of the cats. He's bitten the crap out of out of uh. uh Ned, the black cat, a couple times. Um, there's just some like invisible line that if one of the other animals crosses this invisible line, he he doesn't. There's no like, hey, you're getting kind of close <laughs> to the to the line. He just he goes like, from zero bites. zero to uh, to mauling, and 
point yeah. so like seconds. little little bitty little bitty kids if anybody has a little bit like my cousin would come over for bringing his little kids we'd make sure we'd be like well i don't i don't trust this dog around tiny kids small animals but like grown-ups he's not gonna do crap no you know what i mean like big bigger like i'm, I'm like my kids i don't have any problem like you know yeah they're not gonna bite him or he's not gonna bite them but um yeah but anyway yeah this is kind of funny because like i think if if a raccoon came down the tree i think the iris setter would be like oh it's on yeah i'm eating you <laughs> right <laughs> But he'd be quiet. He'd be quiet. He would just observe the, the raccoon. Until like, it got oh, close to I the see. line. And then he would <laughs> bite the crap out of the raccoon. You know, the raccoon could be like, oh, I'm a wild animal. And this Irish setter would be like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I weigh 90 pounds. And I, I'm a big dog. Meanwhile. Right? Where's Oki? Where's Oki's like, uh-huh. I'll kill you. And they just, they could just like lift their eyebrow. And Oki would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, she's a coward. <laughs> She's terrified of everything, man. Like you could have a plastic bag. You could be like, you know, a plastic bag in your hand and just like crinkle it. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, you know, like what's that? Oh my god! Like, anything you have in your hand that she's never seen before is gonna hurt her. You know, whether it makes noise or not. Yeah, you could be like carrying a hamper, like from you're doing laundry and you have a laundry basket. She's like, you know, she happened to be nearby. She looks at you like, oh, what's that? If you just go. Look, a laundry basket. She'll be like, oh, and she'll like run away. Yeah, you're like, it's literally a plastic basket. It's like, it's, it's the same it's one I carry court. every week. It's in the bedroom like, yeah. all the time. Like, you've uh-huh. seen this thing. It doesn't do it. Yeah, she's just like scared of everything. But she'll bark her head off like at everything. You know, she's, she should have been a tiny dog, is what she should have been. You know, like, break, you know, instead of like a 60 pound dog, carried around like, in a purse. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> Purse dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, All right, so what are we what are we doing today? What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about <laughs> what you're, you you you're you're sick. Still, yeah, recovering. You got the Rona. I got uh yeah I I I got some uh some really poorly designed respiratory virus from China. It did everything but affect yes. my respiratory tract. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of this like annoying well, it, phlegm in the top of my throat when I talk and when I eat. It's it's good it's good that you can say that now because like when in twenty nineteen, uh in early twenty twenty, if you'd said that, they're already the FBI would have been taking <laughs> yeah. you away in cuffs already. <laughs> well, they've already been here to get my documents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they oh, dropped off God. a card from the from the IRS. That said, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be seeing you soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like eighty seven thousand IRS agents. Does that yeah, make sense? Because that's going to help. Inflation. I, even, I even read like uh, I tried to read. You know, I saw somewhere on Twitter or whatever. And I, I try I actually try not to look at Twitter. I actually deleted it. But then I get like the little things in my email, like this person said this on Twitter. I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. And it was like about the eighty seven thousand IRS agents. And it was like eighty seven. You know, 87,000 IRS agents, it's not what you think. You know, it's not, you know, whatever. I'm reading it, and I'm like, okay. Some of the some of the things they said, I was like, all right, well, I, I see a little bit of that. Yeah, that sort of makes sense. Like, it was like, uh, you know, um, people retiring from the IRS or whatever. Sure. I'm like, this is, this is 87 new, 87,000 new, new right. 
Yeah, they're going to backfill the people who retire plus, you know, 87,000 more right. positions. You know, it's like you're you, like if you were I just don't get it. Like man. it's, it's like, 87,000 new people that are going to come in and water the plants or something. Yeah, that's what some of them were janitors, some of them were accountants, some of them were, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but still, yeah, some. you're massively, you're massively adding uh, to something that should go away entirely. Yep. Um, there's so many, you know, the fair tax and all that, but yeah, it's just, I don't get it, man. I don't understand how people are cool with so many things that are uncool, you know, like, uh, my cousin came over and she's, you know, my cousin and her husband are very left wing. I don't want to say very left wing, but they're, they're both school teachers. They're in that, like, they're just over there in that wheelhouse where, you know, government is the freaking answer for everything. But, uh, but just to be clear in case, and not just in case they're listening to this, but usually you can have a conversation with both of them and it's reasonable conversation. And, and, and it's they're So they're cool. You know what I mean? They're yeah. not the kind of people on the left that like, they're not like weird. They don't, you know, they don't you shout you down when you that. express an opinion that they disagree with. Yeah, no, no. Like, and I think the fact that I'm more libertarian, I'm not like a, you know, like I have, I think when you're a libertarian and you talk to somebody on the left or on the right, you have some common ground. You're sure. like, well, you know, yes, I don't think corporations should do blah, 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 and run everything. And like, you know, like yeah. have as much influence. And yeah. then, but then yeah. you have to tell them the reason they have so much influence is because your federal government is gigantic and ridiculous. <laughs> and they should be the federal government should be looking out for you but they're not the bigger and more massive the federal government gets the more in, intertwined they get with other you know, big massive big, things and then you're just a schmo and nobody cares <laughs> about you you know <laughs> so a lowly schmohawk so uh okay so anyway so you had covid the rona i also had the rona and so I was going to tell you, I think we were talking a little bit before we started recording. So you want to know when I got it? Like it's so two and a half <laughs> years, this shit been going on. And, uh, I had, I, I, when it, when COVID first started, I got really sick at the, like before it was even supposed to be in the United States. Me too. Right? They yeah. were like, and I had been traveling on airplanes and been all over the place. And, uh, I had been in an airport, but I didn't yeah, fly. I, I just went into an airport. Oh, I had been in flying in multiple yeah. airports a couple of weeks before uh, I got really sick, and the COVID thing was starting. But they were like, "There, are, there's only one case in the United States, or whatever." Okay, well, I probably just had the flu, and I may have just had the flu. Because you know, I get the flu. Yeah, I get the flu like every year or so. Like, I although I, I went to my, I, get a I went to my doctor and and he and uh, thinking I had the flu, and he said, "No, no, no, it's not the flu. It's a flu-like virus." But again, this is okay. before even the doctors knew. That this thing right right so i didn't i didn't even get checked so i may have had i may have had it in yep. the very very beginning but but i don't know so the entire time with all these omicrons and you know opti <laughs> opticons and optimus prime and decepticons, decepticons. Yeah. that's yeah. the worst one because so, it pretty you know that's the one that pretends to be the flu and then so and i had the flu i actually had the flu <clears throat> last year i haven't been sick at all since that thing that wasn't the flu but might have been covid Right. Hadn't, been, hadn't even so, had a cold in two and a half years. Yeah. Well, I, I had, I thought I had COVID uh, last year and I went to, cause I was on orders down at CENTCOM and I went to the clinic thinking it was my time and they tested me for flu and the, the, and, and COVID and the flu, you know, was a four hour test. And so I was already back at my, was on quarters. They're like, okay, you go to, you know, go home for 72 hours. 
And so I went back to my apartment and uh, four hours later, they're like, yep, you got the flu. <laughs> and then the next day or two days later, like, yeah, no COVID. Like, okay, well, I probably didn't have flu and COVID. So, but the whole year while I was on orders, uh, I mean, there were like maybe 12 of us on my team that were down there in, in, in Tampa. The, and we're like in a big kind of open office, like with even, they weren't even full-size cubicles. They were all like little workstations, you know, where it was just like everybody was all together in this big room and people were coming in <coughs> like, uh, what the, what the F <laughs> Dwayne, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm okay. It's not COVID. Like, how do you, excuse me? How do you know it's not COVID? Well, I, like, dude, you're freaking sick. Don't come in here. Right. right. Oh, COVID. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, one night I was having dinner with one of the guys on my team. We're sitting at like a high top table at a, at a like Irish pub. So, you know, it's like we're literally like two, two and a half feet away uh -huh. yeah. from each other, like sitting at like a two top tiny little table. table. Yeah. The, the next day he calls, he texts me. He's like, I got COVID. You know, I'm like, <laughs> all right. Nope. Never got COVID. Huh. Right. Uh, my buddy, Steve, uh, he ended up like working for me on the team. Like I, I was leading one part of the team. And uh, so he ends up working for me. So he comes over to my side of the office. He's sitting like three feet away from me. He gets up. I, I didn't even notice, right? He just wandered off, you know, went to the latrine is actually where he went. He came back from the latrine. He sat down at his desk. He's like catty corner for me. And I'm not even paying attention. And right? I'm doing whatever I'm doing, typing, make, doing a memo or something, doing like you know, staff work. And uh, he goes, hey, what does this Sharpie smell like to you? He hands me a Sharpie. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not thinking anything about it. So he hands me this Sharpie and I'm like, it smells like a Sharpie. It's like a Sharpie. He goes, I can't smell that. Oh no. And I was like, I threw the Sharpie at him. I'm like, what the dick? hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I smell the Sharpie. I just so breathed my COVID on. <laughs> that, that I touched. And, yeah. You know, putting my COVID germs on this Sharpie that I just handed to you. And uh, you still he didn't told get it. me. What's that? You yeah, still I still didn't, get, didn't it. get it. But he. Just as a side on his particular thing, his how he discovered he, when he was like, I think I have COVID, he went to the latrine to take a dump, right? <laughs> and he took a dump and he was sitting in the, he was sitting in, you know, sitting there and he was like, uh, it doesn't smell. It's weird. You know, like, <laughs> usually yeah, it smells weird. pretty a, bad and I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I, and, he, and then he went, oh, uh -oh. wait a minute. <laughs> He's like, my shit doesn't stink. Well, maybe it, it does, and I can't smell it. So that's when he came back to his desk. And tested. He unbeknownst to, unbeknownst to me, right? He like grabbed the Sharpie, went, pulled the cap off, and went, put it in her nose. Like, oh, I can't smell that. <laughs> hey, James, here, you know. One so, final uh, confirmation. <laughs> Let's yeah. have the, uh, so, uh, the random sample. So he, so he went to he went to the, to the uh, medics, you know, and they're like, yeah, you got COVID. So but like the next day or like two days later, I was sitting at the cigar bar with him. We were just sitting outside. And I was sitting like, like across like a small table from him. And I'm like, and I, and I kind of scooched my chair back a little bit from the table. So it's like, that's about six feet. And I hung <laughs> out with him and smoked cigars and drank bourbon while he had COVID. Yeah. We're outside. Um, never caught it. Uh, never did jujitsu rolled around with hundreds of people <laughs> on sweating in, on me. Never had an issue. And then just recently, we were supposed to go to Niagara Falls. Like, I was going to take uh, the family, and this is COVID related as well. So, Anne's always like, oh, we got to take a family vacation. I'm like, yeah, we need to take a family vacation. So, I was like, how about we go to Niagara Falls? We can even go, we got our passports. We go to the Canadian side. We'll stay on the Canadian side. 
it's a little it's supposedly it's a little nicer over there that's what i've heard canadians so we uh so i made reservations i had a whole bunch of points like hotel points uh and so i had i had three hotels Ann and i were going to have our room and the kids would have another room and uh and then on the way up we were going to say some place i had all like three hotels the whole way it was going to be re- you know reasonably priced we're going to drive the new car because we got a we got a new volvo and then and so you have to download an app the uh, can't arrive at canada app or arrive something whatever uh-huh. and you know so you can upload your passport information and upload your vaccination information i'm vaccinated and vaccinated the kids aren't vaccinated they don't need to which, be Right. I'm like, I'm, and I'm not anti-vax. I'm not an anti-vaccination person. Not for real vaccines. This, yeah. <laughs> so, and again, I, I'm vaccinated and I didn't have a problem with it because I'm also uh, in the army and they're like, here, you get an anthrax vaccine. Yeah, okay. You, you know, like it, it's part of the deal. Right. They're constantly uh, jabbing you with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the only one I haven't had is rabies. And if I go to Africa, I think they actually give you rabies, depending on what country in Africa. They, you, they give like, you the vaccine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they vaccinate you against yeah. rabies. Yeah, because you said they give so, you rabies. <laughs> How's that work? They no, give like... you the rabies. They give you the rabies vaccine. Is what I was saying. Yeah, hold still while this so, thing bites you. Well, that's yeah. Um, just here, we'll just put a little saliva in that wound. Ooh, but, it's foamy. Uh, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go to, uh, but you know, I'm putting all the stuff into the app and then it's like okay it, it got to a point where it, it stopped me and it's and this was maybe weeks beforehand it's like okay you can't put any more information here until you're three days out from arriving at the border I'm like okay so fine so we get to like the three days before and uh I'm like oh I, I can put in that last bit of information or do the last few steps you know when are you going to arrive i'm going to arrive at this time like you know i'm like okay it's going to take us this long to get there or whatever so i'm like approximately this time so i go through the things and because the kids aren't vaccinated it's like please please indicate your your uh right you know fill in this thing about your 14 day quarantine plan <laughs> after entering the country and i'm like uh yeah we're we were just gonna go walk around that side of the border look at niagara falls get on a boat you know, do the little, all the things you do as a tourist at Niagara Falls. <laughs> go eat buffalo wings on the American side. And go back over to the Canadian side or whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah, so at the last minute, I was like, we can't go because of COVID, right? Because of, of the COVID stuff. And I was like, all right, so we canceled everything. I, I Luckily, I didn't have to, you know, like the, because I didn't use my points. The I didn't lose my points, so I still have a ton of hotel points for the future. And, uh, I was like, oh, you know, Anne's going to be really upset. So I was like, I need a backup plan. So I was like, well, let's go to Boston. I've never been to Boston. Anne always talks about we should go to Boston. So I was like, all right, what if we go to Boston? She's like, oh, okay. So we, she has friends in Boston and we can go through, uh, stop in Connecticut where her grandma used to live and all this stuff. You know, she was good with that. So we go, we get up there and we're staying with her. We get it, we drive up there and we stay at her aunt's house and, who she lives like uh really close to walden pond we we're supposed to go we we're gonna go to walden pond and actually go swimming in walden pond the kids had never heard of it They're, they weren't there yet in the in their literature uh-huh. school whatever maybe penelope will hear about it this year jackson middle school never heard about walden pond and i'm and and at first i was like ah, yeah i guess we could go but the more i thought about it i was like on yeah. walden pond like, how about in walden pond 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was like her her aunt lives like six miles from Walden, Walden Pond, and uh, so we were gonna go, and uh, I thought that'd be really cool, so that when the kids do encounter that in some literature course, we're gonna talk about transcendentalism and all that, you know, Ralph Waldo Emerson and Henry David Thoreau and all that crap that's super boring and lame, you know, unless you're a hippie, they would be like. Yeah, I know Walden Pond. I'm actually <laughs> swam in Walden Pond. You know? it's, wasn't that impressive? And actually, I did a I did a map recon. I went on Google Maps or the Apple Maps thing, and I'm just like, where is it? I'm like, oh, it's really it is really close to their house. And I, as I zoomed out, there's a pond. There's another pond next to Walden Walden Pond. It's like just the next one over. It's like Flint Pond. And I just if you could just imagine uh, Henry David Thoreau if he had rented a cabin on the pond like over there. Uh-huh. It would be Flint Pond. You know what I mean? Like, it's like there's a there's another one right next to it, slightly larger, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> it's bigger. I wonder, I wonder if there's like a, you know, like a group of people who are just like, you know, Flint Pond it's so much better. Get its, it's, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody's all, you know, Thoreau was like, oh, on Walden Pond. And it was like, but there's a much better pond right here. This jackass, he, he never bothered to walk literally a kilometer you know over like half a mile over here to go check out this pond or or he knew about it but walden pond just has such a nice a nicer ring to it than flint pond exactly exactly (laughs) so anyway so we we didn't ultimately we didn't end up going there um but so yeah so the next day the next morning we got up and we went to boston and we took like this uh, it was actually pretty cool it was impossible to park it was just a nightmare and finally, we found a place to park, and we went to what is it, Boston Commons or whatever, like the big, like grassy uh-huh. area. I don't know if you've ever been to Boston, but I've heard um, of it. <laughs> so it's just a big grassy, you know, like a, like not quite a central park, but like a big, yeah, kind of like a central park. And we uh, we took like a history tour with like a, a live a, a lady dressed like a in the period, and she walks us to, through the t- city. So and it was well worth the money. It was like I I don't know, it was kind of expensive, but it was it was actually she it was super entertaining, and cool. And then we went to Cheers. Like at the very end of the day, we went to like the bar where the sign is yeah. and stuff. And you go in there and it's not it's not really Cheers. It doesn't look anything like there's but, but there's a there's a tiny bar in, in the building. Yeah. It's like a miniature replica. So it's it's like a very small version of Cheers. Like it's 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 <laughs> very similar looking and it has the same beer mugs yeah you know and everything and you can like buy the beer mugs and, jason and sudeikis is sitting there at the, at the at the end and instead of yeah, they, george they went the <laughs> oh, they don't but imagine if yeah but imagine like if you took the cheers bar and made it like took it to like 30 30 its size yeah but it was generally the, yeah so that layout it was cool so yeah and we uh we had a few we had a beer and uh kids had you know shirley temples or whatever and then we went you know got a car and, and drove back to uh aunt's, aunt's house and the next morning i woke up and i i was like oh i don't feel good it's like I, the birds were chirping little... the sun was shining yeah and i'm like ah, I feel something's, like, something's not right I had a rough, I didn't sleep well. It was like a queen size bed and, and told me it was a queen size bed. I'm like, nah, this is a, this is a full, this is, this is a, you know, I need a king size bed if I'm going to be in a bed with another human being. And, uh, so, but it was a comfortable bed, but anyway, I was like, I didn't have a very good night's sleep. So that's what I chalked it up to. It was like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling too good. And, uh, 
had some coffee and I didn't feel too bad, but I didn't feel too good either. So then we went to eat breakfast with uh, her aunt and her aunt's husband, you know, um, and the kids were all like out at breakfast in Concord. We're going to, we were going to do walk around Concord and Lexington and do that kind of thing. Yep. Like that whole vibe and, and check out some stuff. And by the time we got done with breakfast and we were leaving and her aunt and her aunt's husband were leaving to go do whatever, we're, we're walking around Concord uh, and going into little shops and stuff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're feeling a little I, Concord and Concord. Yeah. I'm like, I, <laughs> you know, so we, we went and hit a, hit a Walgreens and I got, I got the little self test. It was like, bing. Yeah. Right you away. COVID. And I was like, oh my God. And it was Anne's birthday. Oh. You know, it was like, <laughs> so on Anne's birthday, you know, we didn't get to le- get an early start. So, like, you know, Anne spent all day driving us home from Boston to Virginia Beach. Wow. And uh, and I'm like sitting in the passenger side, just like hating life. And the whole time, I'm like, I'm sorry. I feel I'll make it up to you. I know it's your birthday. This is terrible. You know, but she had COVID over Christmas, you know, so but I think this is worse, you know, making her drive home from Boston on her birthday. Yeah. Uh, and of course we get home and Jack has it too. Like Jack oh. gets it, you know, Anne and Penelope didn't get it. Penelope's had it twice. Jack's or Anne's had it once. Uh, they, they had it approximately the same time. And I think Penelope had it twice. So neither of them caught it. Somehow Molly was able to, you know, my mother-in-law was able to stay away from us and didn't catch it. So that's good. But, uh, but yeah, like of all the places to be like, oh, I've just come down with COVID. No, it couldn't happen while I was like in Virginia Beach. Right. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it waited until I was like 12 hours away from home, you know, <laughs> on a, a road in trip. City. Oh, on a road <laughs> trip. And yeah, uh, Ann's aunt caught it. Oh, too. so I felt, and then she got hospital. Oh, no. Cause she's, you know, cause she's like in her, she's a boomer, right? Yep. So she, uh, she had some kind of breathing issues or whatever, and uh, she's she's fine. She, you know, she was like she made it through. I think they kept, yeah, she, they kept her overnight or something, and they gave her some stuff, and then she she went home and she's fine. Thank goodness. But I felt really bad, you know, because I because instead of being like, oh, I don't feel good, I should completely stay away from you. I was like, yeah, I don't feel good. Yeah, it's probably just you know, I had a big day yesterday and right. I didn't sleep well and whatever. We would have. So that was that weird bed. Yeah, yeah, uh, and. <laughs> You know, but it wasn't until like after breakfast that I was like, yeah, you know, Something's not right. You know when yeah. You're like, you know, when you're like, ah, you're at that point where like, I think I'm coming down with something and you have that little inner monologue mm-hmm. that or dialogue, I guess you're like, you're like, dude, you're no, you're not sick. You're fine. Like, don't convince yourself you're sick. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah, happened to so, me. And I don't know if it's, you know, allergy symptoms or whatever, but I've thought like yeah. I was coming down with something and then the next day I'm fine, you know? Yeah, and I've had allergies, and I got the CPAP machine going. Where sometimes I think if you know that actually, uh, you know, if I don't go a couple of days and I don't clean it, you know, clean the the, the freaking hose and little the little mouthpiece or nose piece thing, or maybe, maybe that's causing me to have a little bit of a you know a little sniffly. Yeah, but yeah, so I got finally got COVID. You know, and I'm sure I got it at jujitsu. Pretty sure, like <laughs> you know, because I did jujitsu like Thursday. And then we were driving on Saturday and Sunday was good. I, although I, I mean, I just assume I probably got it jujitsu. I mean, you know, if any place you're going to get it, you know, when you're struggling, when you're going from 
person to person to person to person. Like, okay, you know, it's like four minute round of wrestling with somebody and then bing, okay, one minute rest and then go wrestle somebody else and bing. And then at the end, I think I've told you this at the end of jujitsu, everybody's like, you line up and everybody like does this like good game, good game, good game, good game thing. Sure. You know what I mean? Line, like you do yeah. in the league. Yeah. And everybody's like, all right, hey, thank you. We're all bowing and shaking hands and giving a little like back slack hug to every single person trading sweat one last time yeah just in case you didn't have contact yeah. with with somebody <laughs> now you've had you're contact with everyone yeah it's kind of dumb but yeah, whatever you know yeah um but yeah i got it so the other thing i guess so my my symptoms were at 102 fever 103 as high as it went ah, hot blooded check it and see yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice Florida reference. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was I, uh, I was doing it in both both ears. You know, I go right ear then left ear, and the left ear was always like one to three tenths of a degree less than the right ear for some reason. And when ear, I got ears, yeah, it's one of those. I, I, I just have the regular like oh, stick no. it in your mouth thermometer. We got the fancy electronic stick it in your ear kind. But a, a right ear was one hundred and three, and then left ear was one hundred two point nine, which is the radio station I listen to in Milwaukee. I just looked at it and started laughing. It's like that. And that was like the worst it was, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, one oh two point. Well, one of, I, my, my, I have one of those, it's a digital thermometer, but still I just stick it under my tongue. Yeah. Um, so it was like 102 and I just felt generally not good. And my joints, my joints hurt. Yep. Me too. Like my my whole body hurt, but specifically like the, the injuries that I have, like <laughs> my hip, uh my knees that are have been giving me difficulties my lower and my lower back thing oh yeah my 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 my, my yeah same here all that stuff was just out, off the chart yeah i was just like oh my god and then and then the, the fever and everything went away and my lower back thing subsided but just generally my lower but not my not a bit of my upper body whole lower like from my waist down just ached Huh. Like just, I couldn't like I, anyway. I would lay in the bed. I was just, like just achy to the point where I, I took uh, I had to take Motrin. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. I got to take some. Yeah, some the Motrin. the muscle aches worse in my legs than anywhere else. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's my whole COVID. That's all. I think that's all the details. So how do how do you think you caught it? I thought I think I caught it at jujitsu. Where do you, you just like read it? It, you know, it was a Publix. It had to have know? been at at the office. Hmm. Went back. Did other people at the office get it? <laughs> just allison <laughs> and she she got it oh. from from me i'm assuming because she, she was like two days behind me but she's mm. fine oh okay so but uh anything else covid i don't think so related okay do you well, want to did we exhaust it what i think so unless you because i said no. everything you know i sold my tale of woe of my poor wife <laughs> on her birthday having to yeah, I don't have drive any, the family home. I don't have anything that compares to that. <laughs> so I I bought her a uh, she you know <laughs> she it's funny because she'll complain that we never go anywhere, <laughs> and in the, in the last month she's been to New York, Baltimore, uh, Boston, and now she's oh Richmond, and now she's back in New York. Like right now she's in New York. Yeah. So uh, her and Penelope work? went. Oh no, just for just to go visit uh, my one of my cousins, and uh, she's staying in my dad's apartment, my dad's condo or co-op or whatever they call it there. Because my dad's not there, and he's she's visited with my sister, and she's just doing like kind of the New York thing with Penelope, and Penelope brought her little boyfriend, and so they're all like going to do a New York. But so anyway, I bought Anne a birthday cake when she comes home, 
it's in the it's a you know Carvel ice cream cake. Nice. And I bought I bought her I bought candles with her her age, you know, like <laughs> oh like the the numbers, not the numbers that many candles. Right. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to reverse them so she's still in her twenties because <laughs> she's turning uh huh something something two right thirty two. So, uh, 32 yeah. so she's gonna be 23 oh, um, yep there you go yeah how nice of you so thoughtful yeah well i remember being like i'll make it up to you i'm sorry you know i just remember feeling bad and, and you know she played it off like here and there she was very magnanimous about the whole thing you know very like well you know these things happen and oh i was sick over christmas blah blah, blah. but every once in a while you could hear you know she would say something and you're like okay yeah you are bitter about this whole like your birthday sucked I got it, you know, like, but I remember being really sick and I'm laying there and I'm kind of getting angry at her. Cause I'm like, I, okay, I have COVID. I'm sorry. Like, you know, <laughs> I told you I'd make it up to you. And you know, so that's just one thing as I'm trying to, so when she gets home, you know, I'll be like, happy birthday, you know, candles and birthday cake. And, you know, hopefully that'll be a little bit of something for her birthday. You know, I felt bad, but. Well, I nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about COVID. What else? You want to? What else we're gonna talk about? I think I have a couple of news items. You want to talk news? Yeah, let's do it. What the heck? They finally got to Salman Rushdie. Rushdie. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, man. I. I that's crazy. Messed him up pretty good too. And I. I feel like Salman Rushdie, which of course he wouldn't do this, but. Um, you know, he's good buddies with Christopher Hitchens and I really like Christopher Hitchens, even though he's sort of a communist, but at least he was an honest communist, um, or Trotskyite or whatever you want to call him. But, um, yeah, you, you know, it's like, I feel like someone like Salman Rushdie should have had his own security that would have schwacked that guy yeah. when he got within a couple of feet or, or within six feet of him. There should have been somebody with a freaking like, st- like bat baseball bat knocking that guy down. Or, you know, I mean, like, yeah, it's nuts, man. Like, you'd figure all this time, finally, yeah. some asshole freaking, I'm sure the mullahs in Iran are all, like, clapping and they're happy. So, yeah, it's a shame. He's going to lose an eye, probably. That's what it looks like. Yeah. 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 A motive yeah, still, has too- not, still has not been uncovered. <laughs> hilarious. I was about to say there's nothing hilarious in that story, but that is. Well, that was every oh, that was what, every news article about it on the you know the day it happened was no motive was established established yeah. amazing amazing oh was the guy's name uh sean o'leary <laughs> was it, was it... <laughs> yeah he had just he had just uh, arrived there from uh from the the cheers bar yeah, it was where an he Irish, was spotted earlier. Irish Republican Army. Yeah, always huh, yeah. After uh, that, you know, Sinn kind of Yeah, that's crazy. Um, no motive. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <clears throat> and then, uh, and then there's this. People in in Britain have have been sharing uh, some images of the saddest children's play park, where all kids have have to for fun is a log. Okay. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's a park and it has a log. Yeah. Saddest play park. Where is Does it have a name? Well, at least they have a log. In my day, we had, we had a twig and we were happy. 
Yeah, there's a it's like bare dirt with a yellow fence around it and a big log. And it's just a log on it's, the ground. It's just a log. Yeah, it's just a big is it, log. Is it is it vertical? Like no, set it's, in the like, ground it's, like a post. Nope, it's or just it's laying just, on the ground. And that's the that's the apparatus that they have to play. That's to, it to climb on and. Yeah, okay. It doesn't identify exactly where this is. I don't know when 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 I was a a, a teenager, there was a new product that came out that made me kind of wish that I I'd, I'd had a log when I was a kid. Remember this? <laughs> yes, I do. What rolls over your neighbor's dog? Let's wait for a snack. Let's wait for a snack. It's on your back. It's long. It's better than that. It's good. Log from Blamo. Blamo. That's right. <laughs> Dude, Ray Stimpy was really great. I forgot. You were a teenager. I was. I was in my early twenties. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I remember. Uh, well, you get go, favorite, it goes directly from teenage years to the early twenties. Uh, yeah. Um. Who's the greatest mud skipper of them all? Remember? Money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's got segmented eyes? <laughs> the Money Mud Skipper Show, sponsored by Gritty Kitty Litter. <laughs> yeah, like Running Snippy was great. Like the first, like couple, the first couple of years, yeah, and then yeah. it just kind of. Apparently, that guy that that created Running Snippy is like a serious pedophile or something oh, I know was that what happened i know everybody's a pedophile these days but or maybe he was like or maybe he wasn't a pedophile maybe he was just you know very grabby you know he's a just you know like a sexual uh maybe he grabbed women or did something like exposed himself something bad like something like on like dude that's you don't do that right you know he did something so i don't know if he maybe i don't think maybe maybe he wasn't a pedophile but he was something. He did something. He might have just been difficult bad. to work with. We don't. Uh, it could have been that. I don't remember either. It could have been and that, right? Like, yeah. I think. I think it might have been and he was all like the guy was maybe just generally like he made Ren and Stimpy. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> there was. <laughs> it's not like it's not like that that uh, that nice Mormon guy right. Ren and Stimpy or whatever you know like and I'm. I just picked Mormon because I know a lot of some people have issues with like, you know, people of different religions. I'm an atheist. And I don't care. But like I've met I've had friends who were more, you know, in the army, make friends with everybody. Yeah, I've, I've met like some of the nicest guys I ever met, like literally legitimately like this is a really nice guy. I'm yeah. a good friend. He's a nice guy. Like I'd always I'd, you know, I'd take a bullet for that guy, you know, great guy. Mormon, you know, guy doesn't the guy like drank a Coke and felt guilty about it. He's like, sometimes I eat candy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like he doesn't drink, he doesn't have, he doesn't drink coffee, doesn't drink alcohol, you know, whatever. I'm like, well, do you have anything you do? He's like, sometimes I eat candy. <laughs> sometimes, I, I really, you know. I, yeah, he's like, I feel really guilty about it when I do or whatever, you know. Like you're an army ranger and you eat candy, okay? You know, you're you're an army ranger. He will shoot people in the face, <laughs> like with no, like you will not. We'll feel bad about it afterward, but if you you sneak sneak some candy (laughs) when nobody's looking, you're going to be racked with guilt. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway, someone like that didn't make Red and Stimpy. No. Like the guy that made Red and Stimpy clearly, clearly has had something going on. Yeah. That works differently. Right. At the, at the very Uh, least. Yeah. So. All right. I think that's it for news. 
Um, really? Yeah, I want to get right. to this. Uh, I want to get to this activity that you and the and the boy participated in earlier today. Oh yeah. So um, what what, what so did you go and do with uh, Jack there? We went to the Virginia Beach Taco Festival. Taco Festival. Why yes. wasn't I invited? Because you're <laughs> not in Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah. And and That's and probably. to be honest, uh, I I would give it a thumbs down. Oh no. Well, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like I don't want to, but it. You know, we I paid a little extra for the VIP tickets. Oh, VIP. So we get got we got in an hour early, and we got like a little bag, and it, was a, a, it had a shot glass, and it had like. Jack got a shot glass. He did, but you know what? We he gave it to me and I put it in my bag, clinked with the other shot glass, and I was like, Oh, maybe you should put it back in your bag so the shot glass, you know, so it don't break doesn't break. And then one of the guys we were getting a taco from, he was like, Oh, I'll I'll take it if you don't want it. So I just gave it to him because I don't need two commemorative yeah. taco fest shot glasses. So I was like, All right, here you go. Um but it came with uh five tickets for tacos like you know five everything was done with tickets so that was that three was that like one ticket per free taco per per taco per taco so i had so basically it was like five tacos between the two of you no no each each oh oh that's 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 not bad yeah and uh and then also uh had three drink tickets you know so i was like okay you know it's all good so i go to the drink it's it's a it's like in a bar obviously and then the uh, shack there's like an app yeah it was the shack i looked it up did you look it up yeah. you looked it up, right <laughs> so so we go to this place and there's they have indoor and outdoor areas whatever so i go to the first like bar i come to and i'm like i have a drink ticket in my hand i'm like uh all right what kind of beer do you have what do you got on tap like oh we don't have anything on tap we have blah blah but then before she goes into the whole like what they do have she goes the drink tickets are only for the orange crush which is like some I guess mixed orange. drink yeah some mixed drink that they you know i was like but it wasn't beer beer or anything <laughs> right like it yeah. was I, it just said like drink ticket uh-huh assumed like i'll have a drink of my choice it's a bar i see like right hundreds of bottles of different hard liquors and, and they had you know beer there obviously but it was this uh orange crush which i'm like all right fine which is an it, actual like, soft drink, but they they had created a drink that they called Orange Crush. I guess it's like vodka and maybe orange soda and orange. I don't know. I don't know. It was like an orangey mixed drink with a lot of ice, like a lot of crushed ice, right? So it's like a maybe that's why some some play on a screwdriver. It sounds like kind of yeah, like a screwdriver, but more like bright orange and more orange soda. Yeah, you know than than actual orange juice anyway i was like fine okay yeah. i'll have you know it's part of yeah i had that i drank one um i bought jack jack had three tickets but he could you know obviously he's 13 so he's not gonna drink alcohol so but it was actually a better deal if i just bought him a coke you know yeah. so i bought him a coke and i'm drinking this orange crush and i drink another orange crush and i drink the third orange crush i'm like sir there's like no alcohol in this <laughs> at all you know <laughs> So I ended up drinking, uh, I ended up getting a beer, like a, a beer. And that was like, a, it was a tall boy, El Guapo, which is like the local uh, O'Connor Brewing uh, Brewery has a an IPA because every freaking brewery has 17 IPAs now. And it's called El Guapo. And it has like, it, they have a, it has like a, a guy on the can or the bottle. Yeah. And it looks like El Guapo. <laughs> it's not exactly El Guapo because I'm sure they'd get in trouble for right. that. But it's, 
very close, right? The guy's got an eye patch, right? <laughs> it looks like it looks like they drew the guy from the Three Amigos and then put an eye patch on him so they could go. Well, it's not. No, he didn't have an eye patch. Um, so I drank one of those. And that was like with the tip. The whole thing was like ten bucks for a tall boy beer. Um, the tacos. It was a lot of different restaurants had their tacos there, and they were okay. They were like they were all good. You know what I mean? I didn't have a taco that I was like, that's disgusting. You know, they were like all pretty good. Um, they, the first one we had was like a Cuban beef taco. And then there was like a jerk chicken taco. And we had some other, you know, various tacos. There was one, it was like a brisket taco that had macaroni and cheese in it. Like brisket. Oh. Yeah. That, they were all tasty. But in the end, uh, we, you know, we went with, um, you know, because Ann was out of town. Ann's friend, Lauren was the one that like hit us all up on the text message. Like, who wants to go to the taco festival? You know, and Jack loves tacos. Like that's his, that's his main like favorite thing is tacos. So it was like, well, we got to go to, I got to take my boy. To the well, yeah. Festival. Yeah. But in the end, uh, we all came back and we figured, yeah, next year when they have the taco festival, we'll just have our own taco festival. We'll just, we'll just, uh, have, you know, the, the group of friends that we sort of have here. We'll just, we'll just do our own taco festival. We'll, we'll have our own competition or something, you know, just, we'll do it at my house. Nice. It'll be way cheaper and it maybe at least as good. I don't know. Like have everybody was, make their own tacos. Bring your bring, bring it, your yeah, taco recipe. Yeah. You could make mm-hmm. tacos out of chili. Have a, a chili well, taco. I could do something. I don't know. So Lauren, who's uh the one that went with us, she uh her husband Mike is she's a good cook and her husband Mike is a really good cook and he's from Texas, so I'm pretty sure like I'm going to get schooled because tacos are not my, I mean, I have, I guess I have a year to work on it, you know, kind of come up with my own taco system. But um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. It was okay. You know, but you think to yourself, taco festival. How do you screw that up? It's going to be great. You know, Oh, I'll get three free drinks. So obviously five times. Yeah. Oh, so the first time, first taco uh, we got was the Cuban beef taco and uh so we go there we go to a little stand they hand us the tacos we walk over to a picnic table and jack immediately like drops the taco like, like you know like the kid with the ice cream cone you know kind of thing and i was like Thwomp. and i was like I, remember, I looked at him and i was like seriously <laughs> and he was like you see his face i was like i gave him my taco uh-huh. i was like i was like here man he's like i'm sorry to, like no, father he, of the year he, I was like, here's my taco. I'll go, I'll go get another taco. You know, so but, so we had, so we ate our five tacos. Jack had like four. Yeah, he, he really like ate. Yeah, he had about four. I had, must have had like 10 tacos. Because I went nice. back and got another, like for 20 bucks, you got another five tickets, uh-huh. you know, so. Four dollars tacos. Right, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was okay. How big were you they? Know? Regular taco like stri- size. Yeah, they were like street, street tacos. Little, yeah. yeah. And they, so they were good. It was, it, but you know, I don't know. I don't know when you think taco festival in your head, you're just like, oh, it's tacos gonna be, everywhere. Um, right. It's going to, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And it wasn't. No. It wasn't amazing. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. I could have, I, I could have yeah. guessed that it would have been eh, because I'm looking at this uh, mm-hmm. about this event and it says, Check out some of uh, the additional awesome details of what we have in store. The very first awesome detail, it says 10 plus of the area's best taco restaurants and food vendors. 
10 plus, not 20 plus, somewhere between 10 and 20. Right away, I'm I'm disappointed. Well, what's funny is there's a place that Jack and I like best called uh, Nico's Tacos, and they weren't there. Oh, gutted. You're looking forward to it. Like, oh, we get to get free Nico's Tacos, and they're not even there? They weren't there. Yeah, I think they knew better. They were like, yeah, we're not, we're not. Um, but you know, the thing is, is like, Ann Ann and Penelope were going out of town, and there was this taco festival. Jack loves tacos, so I was like, I, I think Jack was what kind of set me into the yeah, let's do it. Like, I'll, I'm taking my son to the taco. Festival. Yeah, like let's. I'm gonna be fun. I'm gonna be a fun dad because taco, tacos have always been the food that you know, even when Jack was little and he could barely finish a slice of pizza, you know, or you give him a hamburger and he he could eat half of a freaking happy meal hamburger you know what i mean wow. it's just what not a big eater but you take him to taco bell or just any kind of tacos yeah he's just like <laughs> just like just putting them in him like where he you know like i remember one day he was, he had seven, he, one time he had seven we bought like the the 12 pack of tacos yum um, my daughter had like a girl scout meeting at the house and, with all the little girl scouts his aunt's the girl scout leader and we got I don't know where Jack and I were, but we came home and they had gotten pizza for all the Girl Scouts or whatever. And we got home, there was no pizza. Like I was assuming there was going to be some pizza left over. So I was like, fine. So Jack and I went to Taco Bell and we got a 12 pack. So Jack is, you know, I think I had, maybe there was like a slice of pizza or a couple slices of pizza. So I had, I had something to eat and I had a couple tacos. So Jack had eaten seven tacos. I think he might have been like seven years old or eight years old. <laughs> he ate his he age. Had, <laughs> he had seven or something and he he came running i was in my office which is you know in my bedroom and he uh he's like dad i've eaten seven i'm going for eight it'll be the record and i got i literally i got out of my chair you know like walk i was like okay all right you know like <laughs> it's for the it's, it's for the record you know i was all excited like i mean i got i unasked the chair i was like uh-huh. all right let's i'm we have to witness you know i'm witnessing yeah, yeah. this is this is significant and Anne like walked in. No, no, you were not eating eight tacos. <laughs> she just, she just shut him down. Blanket. Aww. Uh, she was like, she's like, you're not the one that has to clean it up when he throws up. And <laughs> you know. So she stopped it. <laughs> he was all excited to do it though. Yeah, yeah. he came to get me. He's like, all right, yeah. dad, number eight. This would be the for the record. I was like, I got up. Oh, oh, yeah, you know. And Anne came running down. No, 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 no. He's not eating eight tacos. He just he, he throw up and you never cleaned it up. <laughs> I think you texted me when that happened. I think I've called her a wet blanket a couple times in front of Jack. And one day Jack actually called her that. Oh, I was like, no. oh. I was like, dude, you can't get away with that. You dude. I was like, she was like, what? I was like, don't never do that again. You know, I've had to have, I've had to have a little sidecar. Come here. <laughs> you know like you can't get away with that you know just because i say stuff you don't don't copy me <laughs> you're gonna get killed she'll kill you, now, what, she'll what, you. wouldn't Anne just skip right over him and go straight to you knowing where the, the source of that you would think but <laughs> no she she would she would after killing him she would come then she would like come, look yeah I, you caused me to kill him. I blame you, right? Like, Look what you did to our son. He's dead now. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm, I, I think I've talked about this before, maybe on the podcast, but I don't know. Did I talk about when he when he said a couple things to his grandma? Uh, like, 
it was he again he was probably like eight or nine years old we're all eating dinner and grandma had it was during the summer and his grandma who lives with us said oh it's really hot today or something and jack said well you know grandma there's this new thing it's called summer maybe you've heard of it (laughs) wow (laughs) she has she has zero sense of humor yeah she's just like you are a very rude boy and i'm laughing and i'm like molly molly i and i had said that to him like two days sarcasm (laughs) while we were walking the dog right we were walking one of the dogs and it was super hot and jack was complaining about it's kind of hot out here oh so he 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 turned it around on somebody else when uh when when given the opportunity like oh it's really hot or i'm sweaty or whatever i was like well you know jack there's this new thing it's called summer (laughs) you know and uh and so, like, when, you know, the first person, I guess, was grandma, yep. who was like, boy, it sure is hot. He, <laughs> he did that, and then she got really upset. And, um, and then a couple of days later, like, maybe within the same, you know, week or two, he asked to be excused. And, like, I, I, I think hopefully she's learned by now over the last few years that she, she's not the parent, you know, even though I think my dad you know, the grandpa has come over and had actually had like, at some point I, maybe I wasn't in the room or something. I think Ann told me that my dad told Ann's dad or Ann's mom, um, you're not the parent. Like you should back off. You know what I mean? Like one, one grandparent to another uh-huh. grandparent, like you should, you should probably shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think he said shut up, but you know, he kind of, he kind of went like, you know, there, he, there are two parents here in the room, you know, like my dad who also, my dad would totally like just, boss everybody around so i don't know what he's why he was doing that right because my dad would be like oh my god i'm telling you leave him alone you know whatever <laughs> he's a great but you know you know i love my dad he's a great guy and he actually probably would listen to this podcast so i love you dad so because <laughs> he does he does listen i think he does listen to the podcast thanks jack but uh yeah hit like and subscribe so, right so uh <laughs> so jack jack i'm, I'm sure i hold this on this podcast we're all at the table and jack says may i be excused and he's not looking he's not asking grandma to be excused you know but grandma says no you should stay here with us because that's what she said (laughs) sounds like it's weird how like i don't know when you start to sound like an old person like you your voice changes you're like i'm old and decrepit right like it's yeah anyway she's like no you should stay and, and and be with us and you know whatever so jack says okay well um can i just get up and go into the other room and fart because uh i don't want to fart at the table you know like and i'm like i'd already gotten up for the table and i was like cleaning off the dishes or whatever like putting the dishes in the dishwasher and i'm just like i just start like laughing it's like and i'm like weeping you know because and i just jumped i jumped in i was like I was like, you know, he tried it your way. Yep. You, know, and you're, you're, you can't be upset with him because he said, may I be excused? Yep. And you went, no. You said, no, stay here and hang out with old people. <laughs> you know? And then he went, well, let me just be blunt. You know? This is I'm, what's going to happen I'm, if I stay. <laughs> I, I'm about to, you know, you know, he's, he tried to politely excuse himself. Yeah. So he wouldn't go, you know, at the table. And, or have to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, but he ultimately he was like, well, um, can I just get up and go to the next <laughs> and room? Then come right to, back. Yeah. <laughs> and she, and she, or do you want me to fart so, right here? 
and because I guess because mainly because I was probably laughing, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I was throwing it in her face that like you know all her, you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. You should stay. It's polite to stay uh-huh. or whatever. You know, she takes her like takes her a really long time to eat. So you know, she's always like the last one. Um, Is that why they start at four thirty? Because it takes longer. Old people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She. I don't want to badmouth her more than I already have. She's, <laughs> she's she's actually no. She's actually you know she's she's a nice lady. She is. You know she she lives with us though. Yeah. So you know like just like anything else, you get kind of like under each other's skin. But I mean, you know, you do. It's funny. You got a, you got like a nine year old who's like, "Yeah, be excused." No, you should stay here and get your elbows off the table and blah 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 blah. You know, like sit up straight. Just, that, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, hold your napkin." Gonna fart. So can I, <laughs> right. Like, I got a fart. It's coming out. And she because <laughs> I was Clock's laughing. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, ah, he. He, but you know what? He tried it your way, and now you get the you know now you're upset and blah blah. blah. And that made her she even her, more mad. Oh yeah, she got her plate. And she like left the table, oh. and, like went back went back to her room, and she was like, man, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, white has no sense of humor. I think I think that not having a sense of humor should be what is that? What is that? Um, DS DQ for remember? We've all had that psychology class where they talk about that book that has all the. I can never remember what it's called that has all the syndromes in it. DSM. DSM yeah. four or now. Five, like I think, five, is the current one. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure somewhere in that book it's gotta be like people who have no can't understand sarcasm and don't have a sense of humor. Like I think that's gotta be a handicap. Like, I think you should have a, that should be a disability. Like or a disorder. You know, yeah. If you don't like you're not amused by things, you know, like even if someone's busting your chops, you know, like a good name. Good natured ribbing, and you're like, man, you leave because you're just like, that's rude. You're like, oh, also hilarious. Yeah. Acknowledge <laughs> that it was that, that you know, you're, you can be the the punchline. It's okay. Like, if if the punchline's good, yeah. you should just roll with it. It's hilarious. You yeah. Know? Especially in, you know, the family setting where, you know, it's, it's, it's understood that it's not malicious. It's all in good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I don't know. She doesn't. She's not. She just doesn't have much of a sense of humor. But speaking of sense of humor, actually, I didn't tell Jack the specifics of what I said. But we were talking about because he's in school and he's you know he's he's generally a really good kid. Like he's a super good kid. He gets really good grades. He does his gymnastics. He goes jujitsu. I mean, he's a good kid. But every once in a while, he gets in trouble for something stupid. It's usually just him and his buddies. He's got this little crew of buddies, and they. They do stupid teenager things, sure, know? but not, nothing, nothing bad. But like smart off, or you know, go sit down and or whatever, and he, they don't sit down. So he's thirteen now. He's thirteen. Yeah. So I was telling about the time that I walked in when we were in studio, and I walked in, and what's her name? I didn't specifically uh, tell him what I said, but remember, she was like, "Well, it's like a shaft," and I walked in. <laughs> I just walked in when she said that, that was in I, the jury room downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. It was an, yeah. Yeah. And I went, I told him because we were talking about how like, it's funny when other people are laughing or like when you're not supposed to be laughing. Like at the church giggles. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that I told him about how like you and I, like, <laughs> I walked in and I went, she said, it's like a shaft that I had just walked up at that moment. Uh-huh. I went, shaft. <laughs> and for some reason, like that's it a, wasn't even that funny. Oh, like but, there yeah. were like four or five of us who just, got the worst church giggles and we were you know 
you know, like yeah, that for I, the next couple. I think I blurted it out, oh, I'm sorry. Like I ran out. <laughs> Were you we the one that broke the, the silence? <laughs> and I, we all like burst out into the, onto the sidewalk yep. and just like, we're, we're all like people just kept coming out falling onto the sidewalk uh-huh. and, like rolling around on the sidewalk laughing for no it wasn't even that funny no it wasn't even that funny it was it wasn't like it was a brilliant like i and and I, i'm not sure just to just for to set the record straight just to be real clear like I, when i said when i repeated the word shaft yeah. it wasn't like shaft like sexual like the shaft I, think I was so. just thinking like the movie shaft. right yeah the guy yeah, for whatever reason like that's that was what i thought and that's why i went yeah <laughs> so i told him about the part about all us you know just because we weren't supposed to be laughing it was a very serious yeah. thing and you know and uh so i kind of told him about that how and i was like and you're uncle fungus <laughs> and, I went out first and he went out right after and then several other people all fell out of the <laughs> of the room and we're all laying on concrete going ah! <laughs> Yeah, I think was that was it her name Heather? Was that who was the one Heather, presenting? That's right, Heather Davidson. Right? Wow. That was her name. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't she didn't she didn't finish architecture school. I think she was I think that was probably after that year she was she dropped. That was probably was that second year it must have been second year it was second year. it must have been at least at least second yeah, yeah. so uh yeah whatever, whatever happened to her or what what she ended up doing all the people that left architecture school you know we never saw finish. them again todd he todd didn't never finish he i think he uh you know he went off into do this thing with the cbs he became yep. a cb never tell you about when i saw him in washington dc yeah yeah and he was like getting out of the cbs he was leaving the military. He'd been in China. Yeah. Working in the embassy. I was like, what were we doing in the embassy? He was like, I was uh, stuff. He said stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what, what, what kind of stuff? And he goes, stuff. <laughs> I was like, okay. He couldn't talk about you. it at all. But I know what CBs do. So I know he was probably like fixing drywall in the oh, embassy. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like. It's secret drywall. Secret drywall. <laughs> it was secret drywall. <laughs> Top secret drywall. Well, I I don't think I've been as as uh, hilarious as as uh, I've been in the past. I, I don't know. I feel like I I don't. Have, oh well, if we got a minute, let's talk about my pending podcast. Um, Do we have enough time to to talk about that, or should that be next time? Well, that should be next time. Okay, good, good, because I don't have any. I don't really have a lot to show. Okay, for, like I have. I have a lot of ideas that I had written down. I think I shared that with yeah. you on, on Microsoft uh, OneNote. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about that next time. Okay. Um, I really haven't done any. Like I had a burst of like let me let me like try to figure this out. There was like a couple days that I was really like getting after it, and then I just got busy. So, um, you know, I, I should try to get something going by Christmas. Okay. By the new year, you know, I'll try to have something going. All right. Um, I did talk to my dad. I will, I will say this real quick. I start, and, and if he listens to this podcast, uh, which I assume he will, um, then hopefully he'll give, give him a nudge. But like, he has like a history of, I guess, our family, not, not, you know, like the whole Armenian genocide and how, how, like, I think there's some worthwhile stuff. Like the cousins in Bulgaria have a lot of information that, I need him to get like, and then he could translate it into English from Bulgarian or Armenian or whatever it's written down in. 
and then you know we could talk about it and i think that'll be a good thing for the for the history podcast just to get like actual stuff that nobody you know first per- first person accounts of how things were and and how like the family went from anatolia eastern anatolia and ended up in bulgaria and, and then the communists and that whole like the whole that whole that whole thing right yeah um would be interesting and then my dad could just i was just going to record him oh cool like talking talking about it like yeah. read, read like you know like have him just sit there and be like well and then this and this and this, this. and he could talk about how like he came you know when he was living in bulgaria you know and that kind of stuff and then how, how it was under communism you know how like when stalin died how the how there was a statue of Stalin. I don't know if he's, if he's ever told you about this. No. We were talking about. So just real quick, like one little episode is when he was a little boy, you know, every day he would, in Bulgaria, he would go to school. He took the bus or the streetcar or whatever. And he, there was a big statue of Stalin and he went to school and he was coming home from school on the same streetcar or whatever. And the statue of Stalin was gone <laughs> except for the, except for the boots. Like, <laughs> like they like, snapped so them the, off at the like ankles. The, yeah, like the pedestal, you know, whatever, like you know, however, you know, the pedestal that the statue was on just had a pair of boots. <laughs> and Stalin, Stalin had been torn down while he was you in know, school at elementary elementary school <laughs> that day. You know, um, so it was like stuff like that, yeah. that, I think would be good, good, good to just hear a person talk about his own personal, like you know, growing up as a kid in a, in a communist country. You know, and then coming to America and whatever, but also like the generation before him, the Armenian genocide and, you know, what that was like. So real like stuff that nobody that's not in a history book, you know, and that we can record it. And then it's it's there for posterity. You know, people years from now could find the podcast and be like, oh, here's here's some information on the Armenian genocide that's not in a book. Right. It's, in, it's just here, you know, so. I like it. But yeah, yeah. So we're going to try to do that. And if, if dad, if you're listening to this podcast, I need you to talk to the cousins in Bulgaria and have them scan the, all that stuff and, and email it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Please. So we can do this. And that's all I got. Well, James, thank you for joining us again. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I don't know. The dog's. The dogs, they just bark at crap. Like, they just started I don't know, barking. Could have been a squirrel. Something. Could have been a squirrel or could have been the UPS guy. I don't know. Okay. You know, could have been, you know, Amazon delivery. Could be barking at Jack. Who knows? And now's the part of the show where you ask me where they can find us. Oh, where, uh, where can they find us? Thanks for asking. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Email us nerdburgershow at protonmail.com. Join us next time on Nurburger when Larry is here to talk about restaurants and food and hopefully Rick and Morty themed drinks like I've been trying to make him do at this restaurant. Uh